0: Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994 95. And this is the Bunch
1: of Nuts podcast with my boys, Dan and Cass. Go, Bucks. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. I'm Dan. I'm here with Big Cass. It was an absolute domination by Ohio State uh, this weekend. Uh, This game was never in doubt. And, Cass, I'm just going to leave you with a stat. Uh, Ohio State rushing yards, two hundred thirty-seven. Michigan State seven. <laughs> I think that kind of tells you the whole story right there. But never in doubt um, from the get-go. You know, Stroud drives him down pretty quickly. Touchdown to Marvin Harrison. Uh, they scored
0: before the Guardians scored.
1: They did. That that is a fact. Um, which was a great game, by the way. Uh, that was a fun game watching that too. Um, and then you know he throws a pick six i think we're all a little concerned we're like oh god that's the break baby. and then just you know answers immediately to Buka. and then from there um the offense just rolled basically um close to a perfect game not not quite 21 for 26 a pick six 97.9 qbr but um he 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 lit, he lit up the spartans
0: i mean that interception was just a miscommunication between him and uh Mekka and then he comes right back at it, throws it on the opposite, this opposite side of the field. But yeah, CJ Stroud was phenomenal. Of course, he was going to be a phenomenal against one of the worst pass defenses in the in the country. But that's okay. That's so bad, you, you got to have games like that. And Stroud, I mean, it's not even close. So he, he's probably going to run away with the Heisman this year if he continues to play like he is. He's the full front flavor fit, flavor. Flavor, but he's the favorite. He's the favorite to win the Heisman, and he'll probably walk away with the Heisman Trophy at the end of the year if he continues to play it he will. So I have the updated
1: Heisman odds. Uh, CJ Stroud is minus one forty. The next closest person, um, according to according to the FanDuel Sportsbook, and this was updated October eleventh at uh, you know almost yes, ten o'clock sir. at night. Yeah. Or Almost ten before. o'clock at night. Uh, Caleb Williams is second, plus a thousand. Bryce Young and Hendon Hooker are plus fourteen hundred. That's crazy that Bryce Young's still that high. I don't, I don't, I don't think he's deserving of that being that high. But if he
0: if he comes out, if he starts this weekend against Tennessee, comes out. And wins that game, they'll catapult them. They will because that's how people are. They're stupid.
1: I like I like to I like to give a shout out to the Zach Smith well the Menace of Sports podcast Zach Smith and Chris Drew. Um, they the fun, they said the funniest thing just that Bryce Young is going to be higher on game day than a Bob Baffert horse at the Kentucky Derby, and that's I mean bro, that's the truth though. They're going to if you think they're going to play that other kid, you're you're kidding or a true freshman. Yeah, zero shot. I mean, Bryce Young's absolutely playing that game, in my
0: opinion. I, I agree with what Zach said, though. What happened? No, what Chris asked Zach: What happens if he gets hit and tackled on that shoulder? He's
1: probably I,
0: he's I, gonna be, but the, he's gonna
1: be. It's gonna be. I, he's gonna be so drugged up, he's probably not even gonna feel it. It's gonna be. I think. I think what's gonna be more of an issue is like structurally. Like, how does that? Like, how's the inflammation? impact him because i feel like if you're just like that hyped up on stuff and with all the adrenaline you're not going to really feel anything i think you're just but like the question is like the execution like is that shoulder going to hold up when he throws that's that's my biggest thing
0: i don't think it's going to i the way i saw it in that video it looked like braxton miller it was ugly it was was very ugly
1: yeah, it, it was ugly, and, and this isn't this isn't the Alabama Tennessee show, but it's I just we just wanted to note that. But uh, back to the back to obviously back on track with the, the Spartans, um, they're just like they are really bad. Yeah. <laughs> I just I can't believe how bad they are. Um, ever since the game, you know the game last year where we just absolutely took their 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 man card their manhood, it. It's been that that program has basically almost taken a nosedive. It feels like,
0: yeah, sort of. We've actually we've dominated since 2018. Yeah, uh, we dominated 19 uh, games. Haven't been close, and it's it's sad uh, what Mark D'Antonio built, and now Mel Tucker is a good coach. He's a great <laughs> coach, but you can't always rely on the transfer portal and expect players to come right out the gate and develop. And these players haven't developed right out of the transfer portal. And the problem is, is he's at Michigan State. He's going to make $9.5 million. He can't out-recruit Jim Harbaugh. He can't out-recruit Ryan Day. He can't out-recruit James Franklin. And, and that's a problem.
1: I was listening to uh, 97.1 Morning Juice. Also a great, great show. We're just, we're just giving free promotion out here today. Uh, promotion. And they brought up a great point. If you're Mel Tucker... First call you're making this off season, the Toledo kid, Daquan Finn, like not even that far from you, like that's that that's gotta be your number one recruit. And I, I know you're saying we can't, you, they can't use the transfer portal, but that's the number one guy you gotta go get. And then then you gotta go recruit some DBs if you're Mel Tucker.
0: And they just, have been, they got to develop and recruit more. They, they've they've got to get a good DB coach. Yeah. So I mean, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think. I think Travion Henderson this past week had a gutsy performance. You could tell he was not hundred percent. I'm sorry, I don't care what anybody says. That dude was not hundred percent.
1: He wasn't, and, and, and it's it was great to see him. You know, get some touches. Um, Dallin Hayden, though, a nice performance. 70 yards. It, it, he got you know over over 10 touches. I think it was like 13, 14. Uh, it, I, I'm feeling I'm feeling more comfortable that we're developing Hayden at least behind him and it's look running back it's 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 probably one of the most brutal positions in all of sports because you're when you get the rock you got 11 guys trying to hit your teeth in um and you know Mayan's injured Travion's a little banged up but I like before the game I kind of like how um you know they're kind of going about this I think they're really trying to load manage Mayan and Travion um because th- they realize you know I think in november we 're going to need that one two combo when the games get cold, so why not have you know Mayan pop off one week, Travey on the next keep him healthy it's okay. almost like and it, it, I feel like it almost uh, is almost like a highlight highlight clip that um, Ryan Day can present to recruits it 's like you know you just coming into this system you 're going to get a hundred yards on a touchdown, easy
0: yeah. And I think Xavier Xavier Johnson being that Swiss Army knife this past weekend. Just I liked it. kind of using that Evan Spencer type thing. Say, hey, you know, I could do this thing. And, you know, I could carry the rock if needed and stuff like that. I think the offense, the offense, like Parrish, is the offensive line is just what's creating all this. Uh, they're creating everything for, you know, Stroud and, you know, the running backs. It's It's been amazing to watch this offensive line develop.
1: Yeah. It's it. it, And, you know, we had a lot of questions, I think about the interior of the line and they can obviously still improve in my opinion, but it's, you know, they, the, the interior line has played very well. I feel like we're always getting pushes Uh, running the ball. I've never really felt like we're not running the ball well. And I've never felt like, you know, we're jump, jump, making you know, false starts getting a lot of penalties for the most part, the line's playing very clean. Now, some of the defensive defenses we played haven't been, you know, the greatest, I think the Notre Dame game was probably, that was the best defense we'll see. But I mean, I I feel like we were pushing them around once we started running the ball and figured out, Oh, we, we could, you know, give,
0: give our backs, you know, touches the way we've won this year has been amazing. We we've won where, Hey, you know, Rutgers and Notre Dame, you know, we won. Hey, we're struggling with the pass. We're going to pound the rock. I mean, it's just a week by week. We're getting better week by week. And it's amazing that there's still room for this offense to grow, and that's what's amazing. Defensively, whoo <laughs> This defense, Tommy, who, has anybody started digging Tommy Eichenberg's tree yet? If not, I'm about to go there myself and start playing a hole. Go, go go, dig your hole. You're going to be the Shia LaBeouf. I'll be zero. This, that dude, if he's not making a tackle, he's right there. He is right there, like every week I keep raving about how good Eichenberg is getting he's getting better every week, and then you had still chambers who's getting good these these linebackers all big ten linebackers it's amazing to watch this defense, especially the pressure that the this defensive line is getting on the quarterbacks and in the run game
1: it's also i want to say chip Trainum had a, had a couple tackles i think he had i think he had uh like three, I think he was the fourth leading tackler on the team. He's kind of he's had about he, eleven tackles this year, and like, and he really hasn't he played also, much at linebacker. He uh, also
0: played uh, the whole third and fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry for yawning folks, <laughs> but
1: for the most part, he hasn't played a ton. Know who, who else didn't play a ton was uh, Michael Hall, and he had almost like two and a half, I guess, three sacks. If you want to round up, and what ten snaps? That's absurd. It's, it's absurd.
0: Zach Harrison is is playing the best football we've seen him play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, he's not getting the stat line. And that's my bone to pick with, you know, a lot of people. We're going to evaluate this season here, here in a little bit, but halfway through the season. But there's a lot of bones I want to pick with a bunch of Buckeye fans that, don't know what they're talking about. Don't he, don't, don't know what they're watching.
1: He, yeah, but Zach it's,
0: Harrison is having a fantastic season.
1: It, it's crazy too that you bring that up because, like, when you watch the film, he absolutely is having an amazing season. And then his stat line—it's only eight tackles, one pass deflection, no sacks, one forced fumble. I I feel like the statistician messed up. That's not. Yeah. There's no way that's accurate because like, everyone else it is. It yeah, it's. I mean, he's. It, he's like a glue guy, though. It's like mm-hmm. he's probably, I would say, besides, obviously, Eichenberg.
0: You know who he remind me, reminds me of? He reminds me of a tall version of B.B. B. Landers. Interesting. Getting Because B.B. Landers, Robert Landers created a lot of havoc. I can, that's what, I can that's see, what see Zach that comparison. Harrison, that's what Zach Harrison's doing is creating a lot of havoc. I mean, these – the thing that, and I think that's why Steele Chambers and Eichenberg are getting all, a lot of these tackles is Harrison, To uh Michael Hall Jr., uh, Jack Sawyer. They're creating double teams.
1: Yeah, if you create double teams and open up the gaps for the linebackers to shoot, it, it's it's game over. It's yeah, it, it definitely really game is. over.
0: The only glaring weakness, I think, obviously for this defense, our safeties are phenomenal, like Hickman. McAllister, Jordan, uh, Lathan Ransom, Ransom had a pick, Proctor. Like, those four guys that we rotated at safety, fabulous. Yeah. Now, Cam Brown, J.K. Johnson, Zaire Brown, Denzel Burke. Burke. <laughs> Can we learn how to play the on the ball? And that, the coverage is
1: there. The coverage is there. And it's funny because I was ball. I was literally. I know. I know every every Ohio State. Um, outlet has talked about this play on the ball this week, but it's the truth. Like I was watching the game and we were at Golf, and like, um, you know, crushing some beers, watching the game. And, you know, I was a little buzzed, but being a safety, a former safety myself, I think I'm pretty qualified to talk about this. Um, they don't play the ball in the air, like high point the ball, turn your head. I was like, like it's right there. You're absolutely right. Like run, you're they're running with the guy turn your head, make a play. Like, like they need, they need to have that ball hawk mentality. It's, it's something so coachable. Um, it's like, go make a play. Cause there's, there's honestly no reason they shouldn't. Some of these guys shouldn't have three, four, four picks already. It's, yeah. it's insane.
0: It, it, it is insane. And, and that's the thing, but that's the thing with Jim knows defense. These guys are on islands. I wonder if it's psychological in their head. Like, Hey, i don't want to mis- make i don't want to make this mistake I don't want to give up the big play because by the way ohio state's top top ten in the country of giving up big plays because they don't have, they don't give up big plays they haven't given up many big plays all year we it, i
1: i can I can live with giving up a big play here or there it's It's better than last year because last year oh, it was literally God. just like here's six yards a clip here's seven yards a clip here's eight yards on the ground or some stupid tight end over the middle like stuff that was just like a slow bleed out stinks at least just you know just if you're going if you're going to score just just do it immediately in my book cuz we can answer at least
0: yeah but i don't i, I think that's the problem they don't want to give up the big play and they're the, either a they're playing on the ball too early which is caught as a pi's or b they're not playing at the ball at all and by the way cam brown got called for two pi's one of them was bush league both guys were shoving each other. How do you throw a flag for pass interference when both guys are shoving each other?
1: Just let them play. They, they, they're always going to usually give the benefit of the doubt to the receiver, and I don't agree oh, for with sure, that. For but sure. But it's just, they shouldn't. It's, a, it's just the way that is. It's, but, I mean, with this defense, I do think um, it's almost compl- – and this is a crazy take. I think it's more complimentary for our offense because how explosive we are. I think I think it's like you analytically it might be better to give up a touchdown on like the first or second play, like just instead of a slow little bleed out where they're driving down the field, taking minutes off the clock because that that means that's more time in our offense's hands, which is a strength. Um, so I think it's and that's crazy to say, you know, it, they get a big play, you know, once every three or four drives for a touchdown. Okay, um, that's 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 probably better than you know them holding the ball for you know a seven eight minute drive and scoring and that's you know that's basically almost yeah. a quarter where I, Stroud doesn't have a ball have the ball.
0: Yeah but I also think too this defense has created a lot of three and outs.
1: They have, yeah. So
0: it's it, and that's it's, why
1: that's good. It's complimentary. Yeah.
0: So it's it's been a good defense I think so far. Um actually it's demoralizing but, too if you're going three and out on offense. I mean I'm ready to evaluate this season. I mean, we already talked about, we, we steamroll Michigan State. We're 6-0. Uh, we're number two in the country in the AP, number three in the coaches' pool. Big Cass' is AP pool, Big Cass' pool, they're number one. <laughs> uh, the Only pool that matters in my eyes. <laughs> but let's evaluate this football team. I mean, uh, I mean let's, we're already on the defensive side. Let's talk about this defense. We'll we'll talk about DBs. DBs as a group, um, I have to give a B. Although I do believe the safeties are like the nerdy kids in math class. They're saying, "Come on, guys, to the corners." <laughs> We're, we because the corners are a C and the uh, the uh, the safeties are an A. Uh, I mean,
1: yeah. No, I mean that's a fair that's a fair comparison. Um. I corners are absolutely a s I would say a, a C, honestly. C, yeah, C minus. I'm gonna be old pretty brutally honest. They have not been good. Even even the younger guys who who have, I think, opportunities to overstep, you know, Burke and Cam Brown.
0: No it one played. has really ran run away with. No, you know, they've they've played wh- they've played well, but they haven't separated themselves. No,
1: they haven't, and it's you know they gotta develop. The good, safety's
0: B plus, I would say. The good thing about this is, besides Ohio State, every team that we have a chance to play, their wide receivers are average. Yeah, that's the yeah. glory thing about this.
1: You're not wrong. You're, you're not wrong. Um. So I would say like safeties, B plus DB, uh, like corners, C minus. So what's a B plus plus a C minus
0: a B a, a or B. C plus B. B minus C plus. B
1: minus. I think yeah. C minus B plus. Yeah, I think that's a B minus.
0: Total. All, right. All right. Linebackers. I'm a plus. I mean, yeah. Th- there's no, I mean, N- no complaints. Even when Chip train them and, uh, uh, Cody Simon come in. I mean, they come in and play very well. Steel Chambers and having I, Cody Simon so nice
1: because, like, God, God forbid, you know, Steel or, or uh, Eichenberg go down. Like, he's he is our third leading tackler,
0: yeah. I believe. Like yeah. He's- our linebackers are leading tacklers. So, uh, defensive line, I will go, okay. Defensive line, there's been some moments where I'd be like, all right, guys, come on. I'm giving them an A minus just because. Everyone's playing well, but maybe a couple here and there. And I feel like there's times where okay, we got like the Toledo game. The do, the quarterback's insane. I mean, I'm giving it an A minus just because there's been a couple games where it's like, was the D line cake walk and sleepwalking this, or you know what I mean? So I'm going to give them an A A minus just because it, I feel like there's some plays during the game. It's like they could go all out and they don't. You know what I mean? I will give them an A. Um, Just, I need, there's not the sack production. Yeah.
1: That's the one thing that's, and that's the dumbest stat I know. And and the thing
0: is, the thing is, if you look at quarterback hurries, if there, you know, if there was an actual percentage, I bet Ohio State would be one of the top of the country because quarterbacks are getting the ball out so fast, so fast against the defense. Uh, Special teams. Punting's an A plus. <laughs> Jesse Merko A, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Rugg- I can't give Ruggles. He doesn't have enough. Ruggles does not have enough production to give me give him a grade. Well, he did, didn't. He missed a, a kick against Notre Dame. He did. He did. But well, how many field goal attempts has he had? Like four. Not a ton. I'm going to give him an I for incomplete. He, yeah, that's a fair one. Not applicable. Just because yet. He's been great on PATs. But he's only taken a few attempts because this offense is so good, so good in the red zone. They they got the best scoring offense in the red zone in the nation. Let me pull up his kicking stats. Um, I'm giving. That's a great question. I'm giving. Yeah, he's two for three on
1: field goals. Yeah, Uh, I can't give him a grade. He's 41 for 41 on extra points. So,
0: um, I mean, his his longest
1: that's actually kind of concerning. His longest field goal this year is 25 yards. and that's not on him. That's just like. He missed the one from 30, uh, in the 30, 39 yard range. That, that, cons- it, it really doesn't concern me because it's Noah Ruggles and he's a great kicker. Like he, he could have won, he should have won the Lou, uh, Lou Groza, I think, last year. Uh, but, you know, I would like to see him get some live reps where he's kicking, you know, 40, 40 yard field goals because God forbid we might need that in, 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 in some of these games down the road if we want to are... win a national championship.
0: All right, punt return. I'll give it a B because we had a couple of fumbles.
1: This, I mean, yeah, it's crazy because if they don't get called for that Mickey Mouse holding or that penalty in against Arkansas mm-hmm. State, uh, we'd be saying A, A because yeah. that's that was a touchdown. So yeah, B. I would say B. We're I think I think we're gonna break one though. We're we're do man. It's it's gonna happen.
0: Yep. Kickoff return. Teams don't score C. much on us. I would say to to C. C.
1: We've muffed it a couple times. Um, and then uh, I forgot someone pointed out a stat. I want to say Zach Smith Podcast again. But it's our average starting position is like worse this year. And it it, it basically they 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 ran the analysis and it has to be the returners. Um and like I love chip. It's funny that we're putting him back there returning kicks. I love, I love that we're trying that. Um, try to get our boy like Chip involved, but like it just might not work. <laughs> it just like we might just have to put Mecca back there in the big games because I know, I know, I trust him. And other, and other than the, you know, he did muff that punt against Rutgers actually. So um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who I trust honestly.
0: Yeah, I mean. It is what it is. I think special teams as a whole B+. Plus. B+. Plus.
1: I'd just say I'm going to say B. B.
0: Offense A+. Plus. <laughs> a+. Plus.
1: No no I mean no no I no comp, my biggest complaint is like,
0: oh, J, where's JSN? But <laughs> which by the way, we're supposed to get him back next week. We'll see about that. I think I think this is what we should do with him. I bring him back slowly, see how he does, see see how he does taking a couple hits, running some routes, and if the game gets out of ham, bench him, because you're going to need him against Penn State.
1: I said we just run the wild card with him like Xavier <laughs> Johnson. Now, <laughs> imagine, what would teams do if we just came out with JSN in the wild card after
0: like he's been hurt? They just throw, the him out, throw him out the swing passes and he takes yeah. out houses one on the first play. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. I mean,
1: this that is a wrinkle in the Ryan Day offense now, kind of. Like we saw it with yeah. Xavier Johnson. Yeah. So yeah.
0: who uh, says who but, says
1: Abuka can't do it or right. JSN?
0: Yeah. So uh just some little updates here and there. Basketball is getting ready to start here in a couple months, couple weeks. Yay. Big Ten Media Day was there. Just assuming was there. I can't wait to be so disappointed in March.
1: <laughs> uh, oh man. I'm not my my body's not ready for this, yeah, bro. It's I'm just, ready.
0: I just, just continue to drag for football. Big noon kickoffs. It's gonna it sounded like the big noon game is gonna be in Columbus for the Iowa, but makes sense. I have inside source. We don't know if it's gonna be Gus or Joel or not or the or big noon kickoff itself, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a big noon kickoff. If they were at Bloomington for Indiana, Michigan, they're going to be at Ohio State for Iowa, Ohio State, SoCo. Yeah. So, I
1: mean, that, that would make sense. Like, it, yeah. it, it, Ohio State's due for a big noon kickoff. Would they, they they're, go, since- they're
0: going to get two in a row. They're going to get two in a row. They're going to get probably next week, and then they're going to get Penn State, Ohio, uh, Iowa. Yeah, makes sense. That means that means that means when I go to Evanston, it's going to be a three thirty kickoff.
1: Which is it's going to be nice because you're gonna when you're crossing that time zone, you're gonna get that hour back too. It's really like you got to get there for like four. I'm telling you, that extra hour is going to be nice. Like you're gonna be able, you're gonna be able to leave around probably like nine a.m. Get there with plenty of time, have time to eat, get to your seats.
0: Yeah. By the way. I called Northwestern getting in to say, hey, you know, where's Ohio State's family, you know, the, where they sit. They said, oh, here's section section 134. Obviously, you have to go through Ohio State. Well, I wasn't going to go back to go through Ohio State, get tickets in those sections because, you know, Ohio State would probably jack those up. 100%. So. <laughs> Wouldn't expect anything less. I asked them. I was like, okay, what side of the stadium is the visitor's bench on? Lady puts me on hold for 10 minutes. How do you not know what side of the stadium is the visitors if you're trying to if you're working for the ticket office? It was some young girl, probably an intern that doesn't love her job, was probably in the middle of psychology 102 taught by Pat Fitzgerald.
1: <laughs> it, it like uh- it's interesting
0: that you actually called into the ticket. Like you said didn't use StubHub or um, oh, you look master. up go look at Ryan Field's seating chart and tell me that any of on Google Images or StubHub or anything like that it doesn't say visitors or home on the sidelines.
1: Ryan. I'm pulling up right now. By the way, the the rendering of that um, Northwestern's potential new stadium where they downsize it by like. You know, ten thousand people, and they put like a little roof over it. Sick. Um,
0: Really cool. Put a team on it.
1: Um, Ryan Field seating chart. I don't think it does show it, Cass. I'm looking right now. Um, no, it doesn't. Oh wait, this one might. This one has to. Bench. (sighs) It just says bench. 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 That's all it says
0: is bench. So we bought tickets in 105 because. Found out that's where the visiting site is. We're 27 rows up. Not too bad. Oh, I found it right here, actually. Where did you find it? Uh, Ticket IQ blog. Um,
1: all right. So, yeah, home side is sections 135 through 123. Visitor's side is 101 to 115.
0: I wonder why Ohio State sits on in 134 and 135 locker room probably? Mm.
1: Yes. Yes. Gate Gate V. So I think that's um where we come out of the tunnel.
0: Okay. Cool.
1: That's like looks like that's like the equivalent of try to explain it in like the shoe terms. Um uh, the tunnel by, like the visitors tunnel where the Paul Brown 29A. Yeah, where the Paul Brown like Thing is, and it says Paul Brown. It has like all this stuff. Like the, yeah, that's like, that's the equivalent.
0: Okay. Yeah, but we're in 105, like 15 yard line, something like that. Good seats. Yeah. All right. College football this week has a great schedule. Typically, Ohio State bye week. It always seemed like there was never any good games. This year, this week is loaded with I good games. I feel like
1: we got all the bad games out of the way last week. Like, I'm not going to lie, last week, like last Saturday, college football was – it was not a great day at college Can- football.
0: Kansas-Iowa was – Kansas-TCU was a pretty good game. That was the best game. Um. Yeah. It really, I, well, all I, thought Texas, games, I thought Texas-Oklahoma was going to be a good game, but Texas – Texas boat roast them.
1: All the other games are blowouts.
0: Yeah. Prayers, up, it, it, prayers for Mike Hart. That was scary. Was very scary. Guy, okay. I'm sorry. There's this Michigan fan. that's going to to our next segue. There was this Michigan fan at work. Right. I respect him because you know he he gives Ohio State their props, so I'll give Michigan them props. Whatever. He. It's like one of those we respect the rivalry thing. You know? This dude straight up told me that the reason why they played down to Indiana was because of my cart this week. I was like, "Well, what about the other games?" <laughs> I was what about like, "Maryland." <laughs> I was like, "This these guys have started off slow all year." Well, I can't explain for that, but I know this week they started off slow because Coach Hart fell collapsed.
1: I, I, all right, I I, I will I'm play like, devil's advocate here. I feel like that is kind of that is a psychologically kind of
0: this week this past week yeah yeah but maryland and iowa explain no explanation
1: it, no it, no
0: but he also thinks ohio state's gonna broke worse on that but but race at the end of the season so yeah he said he said if ohio state just continues to get better and we don't I was like, ah, I gave him benefit doubt. I was like, dude, it's gonna be a hell of a game. Always is, always is. I think it's gonna be a really good game. I don't think we're gonna boat race them, but we're, we're
1: absolutely winning. But it's gonna be that. I mean, I think that game could honestly be one of the games of the like
0: a, a game of the century type game. Well, speaking, it's shaping up. Speaking of game of the century, let's start our pickums this week. Okay. Uh, game of the century. I'm going right off the bat with it. You know where we, we wait to the big games for the last. But probably the game of the century for the Tennessee Volunteers. They got Alabama coming into town. I'm trying to bring up the spread, but for some reason, my phone wants to be a douche and not load these games. But Alabama, Tennessee in Neyland. Unknowns? What? I mean, Bryce Young's going to play. Should be a great game. Bama is a seven-point favorite. Regardless, I think this could be the Volunteers' time to to upset them, but I don't think they're going to upset Bama. But I will take Tennessee with the points. It's going to be a field goal game, but I have Bama breaking all those Volunteers' hearts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: I don't like the, the spread here i hate this spread this is really to i would just be I, if i'm like betting wise i would just take alabama money line i think that's probably the safest bet um
0: are you taking bama
1: i mean can i find out what they're giving bryce young <laughs> can i find out first no <sighs> give me tennessee <laughs> Tennessee plus seven. Tennessee plus seven. A home dog. You gotta. You gotta.
0: I did. I still have Bama winning. All right, you get to pick the next one.
1: Oh, big noon kickoff. <laughs> Penn State, Michigan, another great game. Michigan is a seven-point favorite. Give me Penn. Home.
0: Give me Penn State. I, I think Penn State covers or may win, but give me Penn State plus seven.
1: I'm going to say uh, – I also want to say Penn State because I think their DB, DBs are so good. It's going to cause problems for Michigan um, throwing the football, believe it or not. And like, Not that Michigan was lighting anyone on fire ever, but I think that's going to be hard for them to really attack downfield. Um, so they're going to be one-dimensional. And then if Sean Clifford can just kind of –
0: just kind Game of luck, manage it
1: luck himself into it it's and really given, it's it comes down to Clifford
0: it really and, does and, and given, and hopefully the freshman uh
1: the running back
0: yeah hold forward. on yeah
1: yeah so i I hate to marry you here cat Cass, but um yeah give me a Penn State plus seven <laughs> All right. TCU oh Oklahoma. Oh my
0: god, there's the loudest thunder. Did you hear that? Yes, I did. Wow. TCU <laughs> Oklahoma. Oklahoma State, I'm sorry. That's this is a big one too. There's a Where's this
1: game at? Uh that should be in Dallas. Fort Worth or whatever TCU
0: oh, TCU. Fort Worth. ABC.
1: Carmen, Carmen just came and visited me. She heard the thunder. It's okay, Carmen.
0: I got TCU. I, I like TCU. I don't know what the money line is.
1: Um, I'm going to take Oklahoma State here. What's the money line? Uh, the spread here is TCU minus four. I'm going to go Oklahoma State uh, plus four. Um, they have... TCU's offense is really good. Don't get me wrong. Um, but, like, Oklahoma State's offense is always respectable. And then, like, their defense, I think, Oklahoma <laughs> State, is a little better. They still got, like, it's like the remnants of Jim Knowles. All righty. Oh, all right. I got this one. Um, the... Uh, <laughs> People thought college game day might have been going here because there was the account on Twitter that, like, the fake college game day accounts that, like, trolled and said, We're on our way to Syracuse. Um, Syracuse, NC State. This is an interesting one. Syracuse is undefeated, minus three and a half favorite at home against a one loss NC State team who played, you know, good team. Who are you taking, Cass?
0: NC State.
1: I'm going to go Q's. I think cuz they got Hughes's identity on offense, they got that one running back and he he honestly might be a he might be a dark horse Heisman guy.
0: Um What's the money, what's the money line there? Plus 3. Minus 3 for in, for NC State uh for Syracuse. Oh, they're the 3 point favorite? Yes.
1: All right. Yeah, I mean, dude, that, just Sean Tucker is unreal. Like this might be. This might be. Um, if he if he goes off and they're six and zero and they be ranked NC State team. Like Syracuse hype might get very high. Go like in the ACC too. Um, look, at, I'm just looking ahead on their schedule. They got to play Clemson and Notre Dame next and Pitt. Oh, uh, their schedule's brutal. Um, Pitt's not that good. Uh no, this is brutal, Cass. This is brutal. I'm telling you, NC State. Clemson, Notre Dame, Pitt, Florida State, Wake Forest, Boston College. That's pretty brutal. That's a brutal second half.
0: Like they could finish six and six.
1: Yeah, they uh, they well yeah yeah they could <laughs> they probably bowl. <won't. laughs>
0: oh, my ESPN app's not working. I need a tiebreaker game. Um, um. Oh wait, we need it. more games than that. We got. We've only got four on our docket. Oh, here's
1: a, here's a big one. Late night. So many good games, Cass. USC, Utah. Utah is a three and a half point favorite.
0: I like USC.
1: I'm taking USC plus three and a half. But Utah's going to somehow win this. I just know it, but I'm, I'm being. I think I'm being smart, and I'm going to take USC. But I'm absolutely going to
0: regret it. Here's the other one. This, the other one, UCLA, Oregon. Let's take a look. What time is that at? I I think that, or that's, or if it's next week. I think it's next week. They were talking about it on the radio. Oregon and US UCLA. Might be UCLA's next game is against Oregon. They might be on bye week as well. Cincinnati Bengals and Zach Taylor's play calling on the goal line (laughs) versus the Pittsburgh Steelers offense. I'm just kidding, by the way.
1: I'm Terrible. looking. I'm looking at this slate. There's like this is tough because there's so many good. Oh, this is an interesting one. This one's basically a pick'em. It's a one and a half.
0: We point. haven't done many pick'em
1: so. Um, let's. Uh, I'm just. I'm just going through. This is tough. There's a lot of good ones cast. Um, by the way, it's three-three Dodgers Padres. All right. Here's an interesting one because Georgia has not played well. Um, against like lesser opponents, 38. 38 against Vanderbilt. At is this home. your tiebreaker?
0: Because I, I don't want to pick this one.
1: I don't want to pick it either. But it's just that's something <laughs> to keep your eye keep on. Keep your eye
0: on it. Keep your eye on that one. Uh, all right. Here's one. Here's one. They're coming off a 2 gate They're coming off a losing streak. They're wearing special uniforms. The game's at noon on ESPN two. This team that they're playing just came off a loss against TCU. Number nineteen, Kansas at Oklahoma. Oklahoma is a nine-point favorite. I think we gotta take you gotta take
1: Kansas plus nine here. Taking after what Kansas we...
0: plus nine.
1: This seems like a trap. I feel like like people are gonna go with the brand here in Oklahoma um, and take y'all. You know, they should easily beat Kansas. But like for those that kind of watched so far. Um, like that, that bean kid. Their their backup quarterbacks decent. I would, I'll take Kansas plus nine. And Kansas has played them tough before. And this like and this is not a great Oklahoma team now. So this is this is doable for them.
0: All right, one more game and then we get a tiebreaker. Okay. I'll give you my tiebreaker right now, Minnesota. At Illinois, I'm taking Minnesota six and a half. I think Minnesota is the best team in the West, but I think they're going to beat the Illini because the Illini, they are ranked and what happens when teams get ranked for the first time in the big 10, they lose. So, and they looked awful against Iowa. I I'm going to take Minnesota as my tiebreaker six and a half.
1: My tiebreaker. I'm right. I'm riding them again. to hit last week. Um, free, literally free money. Toledo, Kent State. Um, and Toledo is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. I know I know it took Kent State last week too, I believe. Um, I believe they covered, did they? Um, I'm pulling it up. Uh, they lost by three to Miami. So I think they did cover, actually. Um, great team. So I believe both those picks covered for me. Um, oh, no. It did not cover. They were a favorite. Yeah, no, Ken State, this is the you're dead to me bowl. So Ken State's dead to me, and I'll give me Toledo. Mine's seven and a half.
0: Plus, the d- Finn is a bad – Finn is bad. Like he's a bad dude. Yeah, they're not.
1: If you can't beat Miami,
0: <laughs> you're too <laughs> – I know they
1: play Georgia tough, which is like why I'm saying keep your eye on the Vanderbilt game. I'm not calling upset. I'm, but like that's just – that's intriguing to me. Yeah. I don't think George is getting up at three thirty excited to play Vanderbilt. I
0: didn't even know this game was on TV. I didn't even know this was this week. Another ACC matchup: Clemson at Florida State. Oh, that's a yeah, that's a big one. I like the Knowles upset of the week. The Knowles beat Clemson. I I don't think they will.
1: Um. I would take, I would take Clemson here, but like in a heartbreaking fashion. In a way where like Florida State's been up the majority of the game, and then Clemson steals this one. I think that's going to happen. And so it's, I'll
0: take. And the thing is too is at a it's at a it's at a, a spot too where like it's could be more than a field goal. It's could be like a last minute touchdown if Clemson wins. I can see like an overtime winner. Yeah. Dude, some guy named Brandon Peters added me on Snapchat. It's not him. It's not the Brandon Peters <laughs> that played for uh, Illinois. And it's weird because I just talked about Illinois. All right, we got our pickums. So we're different on TCU versus Oklahoma State. And Florida State versus Clemson, but everything else we're the same. We haven't ha- we haven't had one the same for a while, so I we're not trying to be like. No, I, it's just
1: we watch a lot of college football. We do. We we get it. But um, I, I think mean, I- that's that's all I really got for this week, cast. It's a short week. Um It's the bye week, so there's not not a ton going on right now, which is kind of nice in the college football world. We're just kind of sitting back, going to watch some great games this
0: weekend. Keep your eye out on tomorrow night and Friday. Some Buckeye news. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. we don't get no unfortunate news.
1: Yeah, no, 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 we don't need another JT Barrett incident or anything like that. Or but like
0: Chase Young.
1: Yeah the the bye like the bye week notoriously has taken. Um, from Ohio State, so like I'm on edge, but I think we'll be fine. It, I, I feel like something stupid would happen, though. My biggest fear is just something so stupid happening. No, it will not be COVID. That would be that would be the cherry on top of all this. <laughs> this entire offense,
0: COVID. <laughs> CJ Stroud, COVID. Kyle McCord has to take over, which I'd be scared. Honestly, how,
1: how furious would you be if that happened in like the big,
0: like a playoff game? <laughs> we'll be searching for Tommy Togiye. <laughs> we found him. He's not doing well with the Browns this year. He's one of the worst graded <laughs> defensive tackles in the league. My guy, he's like I think he's like
1: 132nd out of 133rd yes. ranked ones,
0: and I he's was just, like, he's just as bad as Zach Taylor's play calling on the goal line. Yeah, my guy Tommy Togi. He'll, he'll turn around. He'll find it because we haven't found him in Miami yet. <laughs> we gotta
1: go get his soul and just bring it back. Do, up. do the
0: Dolphins play? Do the Dolphins play the Browns this year? Because that's when we'll find Tommy Togi. <laughs> that would be that's coming
1: full circle. Oh my God! Um, do they play the Browns? That's a great question. I feel like they have
0: to. Yeah, because we uh, play the AFC East.
1: Commander, we they play- do. Yeah. Yes, November 13th. Is in it Miami. My, yeah, in that's Miami. the Tommy Togiai game. In
0: Miami. The Tommy Togiai game, November 13th. <laughs> we game found it. Like, oh, oh, my God. Think about it. We would get so much eruption on our Twitter because two years ago, national championship, everybody's like, where's Tommy Togiai? Oh, that's Tommy Togiai. We'll take a like, picture in
1: his Browns uniform. It was like finding Bigfoot. Like, we thought we had – we thought – dude, I thought I, – like, it was Pete Werner, but, like, I thought that was definitely
0: Tommy Tokia. You can't tell me he – It wasn't that, even was Pete it. Werner. It was the offensive guard that's Hawaiian offensive guard.
1: Oh, yeah. And then I'm watching the one video, and there's, like, the, the big line coach, and I'm like, is that him from behind? I think it is. Like, we were really – I yeah. mean, I was, I was analyzing f- f- clip by clip. I was convinced he was there. I was talking to multiple people on the inside. They're like, he yeah, he made the trip. I s sw- like it was clearly a clearly a false flag by Brian Day to like get Bama to think he was yeah. there. But
0: Yeah. But guess what? He's,
1: he's absolutely he, getting a sack now. Well, he'll,
0: he'll he'll definitely be there November thirteenth unless he gets cut by the Browns.
1: He's no, he's absolutely gonna like score a touchdown or get a sack now. Like Mark
0: He's gonna score a Mike Vrabel type touchdown oh my gosh, I would lose it. (laughs) I would lose it. All right, fellas, enjoy all your – enjoy the weekend. Enjoy, for once, a Buckeye bye week has some Buckeye madness when it comes to great football games. So enjoy these great college football games, starting with Penn State Michigan and ending the night with Tennessee, Alabama, or or TCU – TCU or – Oklahoma State, so a lot of great games, man. A lot of great games.
1: Uh, it's, it, I mean, it's it's early. It's like early mid October. It's the best slate of sports of the year. Um, NHL baseball, started. Base, yeah, NHL baseball playoffs. The Yankees, Guardians tomorrow night. Yeah, big one, big one in the Bronx. Um, yeah, NHL too. Blue Jackets. Johnny, Johnny Hockey.
0: Yeah, it'll be all right. But
1: yeah. eighty-one games left. I know. Uh, but as always, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Bunch of Lots podcast. And as always, go Bucks.